Hello, and thank you so much for listening to Modern Christian Women. That's MCW Wisdom, Wisdom for Modern Christian Women. Be sure to find us at www.mcwwisdom.com under MCW Wisdom on Instagram. You can also find our podcast on Apple, iTunes, and Google Play. I'm not that cute. I am not that cute. Yes, that is a provocative title. Now, before you assume what I'm getting ready to talk about, let me just say that this is not a lamentation about low self-esteem. No, but this message is about comparing yourself to others and God's timing. Now that that's out of the way, you can keep listening. There was a time when I felt pretty, all right? I was younger than I am now, about 20, 25 pounds lighter. My natural hair and nails were long and healthy. I had clear skin. I was able to wear contacts. I just felt downright pretty. In my career, I was excelling. I was getting so many opportunities. I was on an upswing. I was working on a doctorate. That was the plan I had for my life. I thought I would have a husband pretty soon. I was living in an area that was conducive to that. So everything seemed to be on an upswing. And then I had this moment, I call it my spiritual awakening, where all of a sudden I had to go to church because I've pretty much been a church dropout. (laughs) That's another message. So I was in academia. I was working as a professor of English. I was working on my doctorate, and I felt the need to go to church. I felt the need to teach in church, and I was just really compelled to do that. I had this big spiritual experience with the Holy Spirit, and it seems like everything in my life crashed. (laughs) Everything I was doing just started falling apart. Things that I wanted in my life seemed to slip away out of my grasp, and I could not understand what was happening. In the process of that, I started writing these books, books for women, for single women, about developing your relationship with Christ, and I felt compelled to write that. But this was during a time where there were a lot of popular Christian authors writing to single women, both men and women. And so I published a book after about a year of intense writing, But the market then was crowded with so much other information that women were consuming and buying. And so I was like, Lord, I don't think uh, anybody is is listening to me and going to listen to me. And, you know, I've got all of these messages and this book and everything, but it's not going anywhere. I had gotten a few emails from people who had bought the book and appreciated it and even used it in a Bible study. And um, I had an email group when Yahoo groups were really popular. And so after a time where it didn't seem like things were progressing the way I thought they were progressing, nobody really knew me. These books were not flying off the shelves. You know, I was not a best-selling author. I just sort of let it go and uh, continued struggling to get academic jobs (laughs) and wherever I could work because that thing that God had me doing was not making sense. So cut to, we're now here about 20 years later. And uh, about a year or two ago, 
I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me, you remember all of those messages you had? You remember that book you had? This is what I want you to do with it. And I'm like, really? When I don't feel cute, you want me to go back and redo all of that? You want me to repackage it? After I have suffered so many disappointments, do you see me now? I'm about 20 pounds heavier. I have to wear my glasses now. I used to be able to wear my contacts. I have to wear glasses now because things have happened to my eyes. Hormones have done something to my skin and to my hair. My nails are brittle. I wear more makeup, trying to make myself look presentable. Uh, I never completed my doctorate, and you want me to go back to that work and do what? (laughs) Now, when I'm not feeling that cute, when I don't feel qualified, when I'm a church dropout, you know, when I felt like God was not really clicking for me, like I thought, you want me to go back now and do what? And so that's where the website came from, MCW Wisdom. That's where all of the books have come from. It looks like I have published a lot of books in a short amount of time, but these are works that I had already written that I just had stuck in my boxes somewhere, old manuscripts. And so as I was getting these ideas for modern Christian women, because I felt like the Holy Spirit was leading me to do that, I got on Google, of course, to do some research. Let me see what happens when I type in modern Christian women. And I saw some things, and I'm like, Lord, this can't be what you're telling me to do because someone has already done this. And what I got back was look closer. And so someone had attempted to do it, but that website domain was taken, but it wasn't active. And everything that had modern Christian women on it was not active. And then those people, the images looked a certain kind of way right? Those images from modern Christian women didn't look like me. So that was another way the Holy Spirit began to show me that I was going to stand out. And so all of this began to happen about a year or two ago, and even up until now, during a time now when I do not feel as cute as I did before. So then I felt like the Holy Spirit was compelling me to make an Instagram page. And I'm like, this has got to be crazy. Now, mind you, I develop websites, you know, and I know how to do that. I know how to do some graphic design. So it's not like he was telling me stuff that I didn't know how to do. But I'm like, are you sure? I've never been on Instagram. I was barely on Facebook. You want me to do what on Instagram? So then I began to see these other people, these other women who were giving inspirational messages, who said they were ministers and pastors, and I looked at them and their Instagram pages and their YouTube channels and their Facebook pages, and I said, oh, God, I'm not that cute. Look at them. They look like supermodels. Oh, they they got their hair done. They got their boobs out. You know, they got the cute little outfits on. They're talking about they're giving a word from the Lord. Lord, this is not me. They're going on fashion shoots and all of this kind of stuff. And this is so not me, especially now. I was like, you should have caught me about 20 years ago when I felt like I could probably run with it, you know, when I felt as cute as they looking. <laughs> But I am not that cute at this particular time. And so what came to me is do what you do the way that you do it. 
So it was like the Holy Spirit was very firm with me and telling me, basically, do not compare yourself to them. You are not them. This is the way I want you to do it. This is what I want you to focus on. These are the messages I want you to give. And what came to me is there is a place for you. There is a place for your style. There is a place for what you have to offer. Stop comparing yourself. And that's what I want to tell you today. As women, that's the first thing we do. We look at other women particularly to see if we are measuring up to what they're doing, to what they're wearing, to the way that they're delivering their messages. So the scripture Galatians 1 and 10 in the New Century Version reads, Do you think I'm trying to make people accept me? No, God is the one I am trying to please. Am I trying to please people? If I still wanted to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So that verse is saying, you should not be trying to make people accept you. You shouldn't be trying to do the same things that other people are doing, although it looks like it's possible. God should be your focus. It is God you are trying to please. God is the one who told me and gave me these ideas to follow up on. So I need to take my marching orders from God, regardless of what it looks like or what other people are doing. Am I trying to please people? Paul broke it down. I am not trying to please people. Because he said, if I wanted to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Serving Christ is not always popular. It doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always make you wealthy. But that was another thing I saw. I'm like, people are making money off teaching the word of God. People are wildly popular. Look at all their likes. Look at all these people commending them on Instagram. And you want me to do what? Again, I was comparing myself. I'm like, I don't have followers. But I have words, I have books, I have messages to inspire people. I am a teacher by profession and by gift. I do have some things to offer. But again, I fell into looking at other people's likes, looking at other people's followers. And what came to me is you produce the work and you will get the followers. So I have a lot of books. I have a nice website. I have products, T-shirts, and all kinds of gear but I don't have as many followers, but that's okay because that is coming. And I feel confident that I have done what God has wanted me to do, that I have created and produced the messages that God has wanted me to create for 2018. But what came to me is we're not done because again, I look at other people and I'm like, oh, they're progressing for 2019. And where is this going? What am I supposed to be doing? And so I felt a lot like Sarah in Genesis chapter 19 when Abraham and, you know, the angels came and told her she was going to have a baby. And she laughed and she said, what? I'm 90 something years old. Now that I'm old and past childbearing years, you think I'm getting ready to have a baby. <laughs> So that's what I feel like 20-something years later when I'm not feeling that cute. You say you're going to do what now with what I'm doing? I'm going to be in a company of who, really? And so just like the messenger told Sarah and Abraham, is anything too hard for God? What you laughing at? (laughs) 
<laughs> is anything too hard for God? And of course, the answer is no. So move upon what the Holy Spirit is giving you to do. And don't look at what other people are doing. Here's another verse as we conclude this message. Colossians chapter 3 and 23. And I love this verse, and it comes from a New Century version of the Bible. And all the work you are doing, work the best you can. Work as if you were doing it for the Lord, not for people. That's Colossians 3 and 23. Look it up. Do what you do, what God has given you to do, and do it the best that you can. Work in excellence. Do everything that God has given you to do in excellence. And how do I know, how do you know that God has given you to do it? Because you have to do it. You try not to do it. This is how I know the Lord wants me to do something. I try real hard not to do it because it doesn't make any sense given my situation and circumstances. And so I try to brush it off, and it keeps coming to me. I try to ignore it, and it keeps coming to me. It keeps coming to me like, you have to do this. It feels like an urgency from the core of me, all in the inside of me, that says, you got to do this, you got to do it, 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 until finally I say, okay, I'll do it. That's how you know the Lord wants you to do something. <laughs> So do what you do. Do it the way that God has given you to do it, which means he's given you a personality. He's given you a unique way to do your thing. And that is what you need to focus on. Focus on God. Do not look at other people and what they are doing. Even if they're doing something similar to you as to what you think God is giving you to do, you are still unique. And there is still a space for you in the crowd of people who might be doing what you do or something similar to you. So I hope this message has been helpful to you. Thank you so much. Don't forget to look us up at www.wisdom.com. Thank you so much and God bless.